Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to the Cosmo Happy Hour. It's everything you would talk about with your best friends, from sex to celebrity to entertainment. From the editors of Cosmopolitan.com, this is the Cosmo Happy Hour with Elisa Benson. Finding love and holding on to it is hard enough for those of us regular people, but what if you are not a regular person? For celebrities, what's it like to date and fall in love and make it work all in the spotlight? How do you handle the pressure of fame as a couple? Did Kristen Stewart and Robin pa- Robert Pattinson ever really love each other, or was this whole thing a publicity stunt? This is another episode of Cosmopolitan.com's Happy Hour with your host, Lisa Benson, regular person. I'm joined by Cosmopolitan.com Entertainment Directory, Director Patty Greco. Hi. Hi, Patty. Another um, regular person. Well, up for semi, debate. Up for, de- <laughs> up for debate. And we also have a non-regular person in the room. Author, actress, chronic tweeter, and new mom, Jenny Mullen, author of Live Fast, Die Hot, which just came out. Congratulations, Jenny. Thank you. I'm like, wait, I'm not the non-regular, am I? I was like, who are they talking about? It's not me. It's you. It's you. What? This is insane. This is insane. No, and you're married, of course, to actor Jason Biggs. And how famous would you say Jason is, like on a scale of one to Oprah? (laughs) <laughs> mm, I'd say I'm the regular person in the marriage. I can tell you that. <laughs> um, That's a cop-out answer. Yeah. Well, Jason's famous, but he's also famous sometimes for being Adam Sandler when we're abroad. <laughs> oh. He's famous for being Andy Samberg. You just never know. Right. He's just like that random, famous Jewish face that you know. Right. You don't know necessarily why you know him. Sometimes you think you went to high school with him. Right. He's just that guy. I actually feel like that's such a New York thing because you do see famouses roaming the streets like in the wild and I just always <laughs> in the wild yeah and for a minute I'm just always like is that someone I went to high school with right I just but. saw Bobby Cannavale on the off the L train and and uh, did, you, yeah. did you go to high school with him? no I was like oh my god he's so hot in real life <laughs> he is hot in real life he's it's so weird tall. yeah it's, and he was just uh, there yeah in the wild like, yeah what if I did hit on him right Rose Byrne would be mad right well that is all things all things that we're going to talk about today um so I have to start Jenny by saying that like whenever celebrities talk about their love lives Mm -hmm. at any point in time it's always that like oh we're just like regular people like everybody else like we put the kid to sleep and have a glass of wine so is Mm -hmm. this your life true or false no no (laughs) (laughs) I mean it's hard to say. Yeah, well, we put the kid to sleep when he finally lets us put him to sleep. I mean, he really he runs wears things. the pants in yeah. the relationship. So sometimes I'll try to put him to sleep, but he's like, no, mama, stay. And then I feel so guilty, <laughs> and I think about my own childhood, about, like, you know, I don't even think my parents ever rocked me. So I'm like, I guess I have to stay. So then I'm just stuck in there for hours. Jason's watched, like, five programs. He's already has, like ice cream being delivered usually 
He can't stop eating ice cream. He has a problem. <laughs> Our nanny buys like a little pint for herself, and Jason's like, "Well, I polished off her ice cream. I, I better order her some more." And then he proceeds to eat that. Oh my god, he eats the nanny's like ice cream. Yeah, he has a he has a problem. He's a binge eater. Um, <laughs> but no, yeah, we we, but we're not having a lot of sex. I have to say that it's not like a sexy sort of like the baby's in bed let's get down right so I do believe celebrities when they say we just like have a glass of wine and sort of sedate ourselves right um but we don't even get to the wine part we're just like so wiped out with a two-year-old it's just like give me my phone and let me drift into the ether right (laughs) okay that's fair enough that's fair enough okay so you don't even get to the wine um i have to say you guys seem and you brought up sex right away which means you did before i even had to but one of the things that (laughs) i I know actually like in whatever we bring up sex on basically every podcast it's just like who brings it up first but you obviously have written and talked a lot about your sex life with jason and although you know i have to say i feel like this is an aside. I feel like, you know, especially when your first book came out two years ago, you know, that's the story about the threesome that you planned mm-hmm. for his birthday was everywhere. But I personally feel like some of the other parts of your book are much more revealing about yourself and about your relationship, the more yeah. emotional stuff. Yeah. But I was just wondering in terms of the sex stuff, which seems to be what everyone latches onto, like right. how much of a conversation conversation do you and Jason have in terms of like, this is off limits, we can talk about this publicly, we don't talk about this, or is it almost unspoken? Hmm. Uh, you know, the sex stuff, I don't think he cares if I talk about it. There's not a lot in that. You know, he's more like, wait, please don't talk about my mom. <laughs> you know, right, there's right, that. Right. But no, when it comes to our sex life, he's pretty open. Yeah. I guess because that seems, that's probably the most normal thing about us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's your sex life. But yeah. have there ever been things, like, are there ever conversations where or you're doing an interview and you kind of say something and then you're like, ooh, maybe that was a little... Yeah, you know, when I did the... When I I did an interview for the first book and I was talking about a miscarriage that we had um, when we first got together, I remember going back and being like, I don't know. I mean, should I really, should I put that in? Should I not? I mean, now with this new book, I open it on like, how pregnant do you have to be before you can have an abortion? So I guess I got over that (laughs) fear. Um, But you know, at the time I was like, oh, it's delicate. I don't know. Like, how did that comes across? But, you know, as I get older, I care less. Right, right, right. You bar- you barrel head, exactly. Yeah. And what did he say? Did he, he was just whatever mm. you feel comfortable with? He really goes with the flow. That's yeah. what's cool about Jason is that I can kind of convince him or make a compelling argument as to why what I'm saying is, like, a, the better idea. I sort of love that about him. Like, you think he's going to be the Desi to my Lucy and be like, oh, no, 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 Jenny, no, no, no. He's always like, oh, okay, let's do it. He's more my Ethel. And my nanny is my Desi. <laughs> Elvie's like, oh, yeah, Dios mío, Jenny. Do you have a hot nanny? I don't know your nanny. She's sorry. hot. She's like every ethnicity wrapped into one person. She's like Japanese, black, Latin, Indian. I mean, it's crazy. Her look, like, she's unmistakable. When you see her pushing a stroller, you know that Sid's in that stroller before you even see Sid. Because you're like, oh, there's Elvie. <laughs> you're a famous nanny. I love it. We'll have to bring her on the next the I next would podcast. love to have Elvie on a podcast with me. <laughs> Actually, I mean, literally, the nanny diaries would be a fascinating topic. We could talk about that all day long. Oh, my God. And she's worked for some real... 
fucking weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm sure. Um, so actually, I should say, like, one of the things that I think is so cute about all of the things that you write is how clearly you and Jason are in what I would describe as cosmic love, like just Aww. head over heels. It's just so obvious from the way that you talk about it. And another thing that I was thinking about is you guys are super involved in each other's lives. Like too involved. Yeah, like too involved. <laughs> like so enmeshed. Yeah. And like not, you know, not even the fact that you guys are living a more high profile relationship than most people are, but just for any relationship, you guys seem super involved. What's that yes. all about? How do you not drive each other bonkers? We do. We okay. drive each other crazy. You know, we do a radio show for Radio Andy on Sirius and about a week ago, we were in a massive fight on our way to the radio station and we both thought, oh, it's fine. You know, we're actors. We can pull it off. We'll pull it we'll pull it together. We'll come off like we're fine and totally in love. But, you know, before the show started, we weren't speaking. I was just like, fuck you. I hope you die. You know, <laughs> like just like wanting to like trip him on his way into the station. I don't even know what it was about. But um, when we started the show, everything was fine. And this was a tape show. Yeah. So it was like it started out fine. And then all of a sudden... You could just feel us not communicating and not getting along. And it was like not so you almost like when you're improvising, the first rule of improv improvisation is like yes and right. Like never say no because that just shuts down a conversation. Right. And you can't get out of it. You can't move forward. So you're not supported by the other person. Right. You have to build on what they're saying. Right. Yeah. And so Jason was just sitting there like, I don't get it. No, and and so I remember oh. we we both just Men. like yeah I was like what are you doing what are you? and I'm like on the on the, like the air technically and I'm like what are you doing why are you doing this to me that you're not supporting me you're not hearing me I'm trying to do something and now the headphones are off and he's like Jenny and we're both like just screaming at each other and the two poor people these two serious people Lisa and Tim are sitting there like with their heads down like. Do we inter interject? Like, do we stop? Do oh they want us to keep rolling? Right. Like, is just this like slice of life for Radio Andy? Like, do we let their marital <laughs> yeah. fight just, like, blossom right. on the radio? I don't know. Um, but, yeah, afterwards, we're like, okay, we need to get along. And we kind of pulled our, pulled ourselves together and finished the show. But, um yeah, it's because we're around each other so much. Right. So sometimes we do start bickering almost like we're siblings. Right. And well, we I, just, like, want to, like, hit. It's like, and I bite. feel like all couples are like that, but it's just, like, there's more pressure for you to, as you guys said, your actors. You have to get like, along. Pretend to get along. But I've been there, like, at, like, an event with my boyfriend where I'm just, like, smiling as oh, we yeah. talk to each other, like, totally. hatefully. <laughs> just, like, what, oh, in yeah. case anyone sees my face, look at yes. me smiling. Right. <laughs> and you're, like, getting every jab in possible. That's what I like to do. I just, like, subtle, subtle jabs. Yeah. Well, you guys, I mean, you and Jason, like, I guess work in a similar industry. Patty, you and your boyfriend also do as well. But like yeah. that's true of a lot of couples, I guess, that you start off in like the mm -hmm. same industry. But like I've only ever dated like total computer programming nerds. So mm. for me, it's like weird to even think about being at my job and, and seeing your boyfriend yeah. there. Like, Whoa, yeah. What are you doing here besides stalking? <laughs> right. Me? It's just like, you know, working at Cosmo, like there just aren't that many men. <laughs> like right. I'm meeting no one at Cosmo. Right. But um, well, you have to start dating a woman if you work here, right? <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. There aren't even any like single women everybody that's annoying yeah it's, you have to break up a relationship yeah I'm yeah. gonna break up a relationship 
Patty, I'm going to break up you and your man. All right. Just kidding. No, but I think but, couples um, therapy is really the secret to every relationship. If oh, you're not in couples therapy, I just don't know how I would still be married. We're, yeah. We've been married nine years. And, you know, I think that's more than both my parents have ever been married to any of their spouses combined. Right. So <laughs> I feel like I'm a success story just like from like as far as my family of origin goes. Um, and I attribute that to, to therapy. Because I have a middleman. I have somebody who can say, okay, this is what she said, but this is what she means. Right. And it's, I mean, it's just, it's a game changer. Right. Did Jason's parents stay married? Just Yes, I mean. That's always that's interesting, too. insane to me, but yes. Because I'm from divorced <laughs> parents, and my boyfriend had two parents who were always yeah. together. And I'm just like, fascinating. Isn't you it weird? Everything? <laughs> yes. Interesting. I know. I feel like walking into their house, I'm like at, at like the zoo. I'm like, these are two married people in their natural habitat that they've right. been in Looking for over 35 years. <laughs> yeah. Don't pet them. Well, <laughs> nine years, I mean, by real people's standards but also in Hollywood nine years is just a complete lifetime like why do so many famous people marry people for five minutes (laughs) I think because they're so well I I think it's because they're never around each other they're just constantly traveling and off doing different things Um, Jason and I have been lucky enough to well one I'm not famous so that helps (laughs) but also we when we work it seems like one of us is on the other one's off then one of us so we're able to sort of be around each other to this crazy extent yeah I one time we're like there's nowhere else to go there's nowhere else to go (laughs) there's no time for me to get waylaid he's there he'd be like offering my date like chips and a drink he'd be like can I get you anything you know it would never work he's just always over my shoulder (laughs) um one time I this is so random but one time I interviewed Miley Cyrus's little sister and she was saying she was like I think the reason that so many celebs get married when they're young is because people like a lot of actors especially crave some kind of schedule in normalcy. Oh, interesting. Yeah, but like I I I don't know. I just think it's really, you know, I think reading about all of these things in the tabloids, reading about celebrity relationships, it's just so easy to look at that and sort of be like, don't you guys see this isn't going to work? Oh, totally. Um, but don't you think that about your friends that aren't celebrities, too? You're, like, dead end. Yeah. But enjoy yourself for three months. Yeah, and I mean, I think that is probably the unfair curse of being a celebrity, is I do think it's true. It's like you go to one dinner with somebody, you go to one drink with somebody, mm-hmm. you're photographed together one and time. Dated. Yeah, and people <laughs> act like it's a relationship, whereas, right. like, it does feel like, you know, with my friends, it's like, oh, we had, like, one drink and whatever, and maybe right. I'm texting him, and it's dramatic, but it's right. not it's not considered a relationship the way I know that everyone treats um, people in the tabloids is everything is super serious all the time, always. Well, I think the other reason people probably get married, you know, so young is that they've been many adults their whole lives. Yeah. You know, they're, like, in this industry, especially a Miley Cyrus type, it's like, You've been working since you were how old? You're only around adults. It sort of just feels like the next step. Right. As like far what, as like the progression left. of your life. Yeah, what else yeah. do you do? Yeah. And you have all this money and you're just kind of like, oh, maybe I should play house with someone. Yeah. I don't know. I get it in a way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I can't wait to play house with someone. So I totally get it. <laughs> like any, any day now, any day now. Do you think that um, what is your personal and professional opinion on like, relationships as PR stunts. Does that happen? Yeah, probably. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I mean, 
my personal opinion on it is that like I guess sure why not I mean why not who cares it's like people are doing all sorts of other things to get press yeah yeah if you can pair up with some like really hot gay guy who's like you know just like (laughs) let's do this it's like sure I mean I I would I don't know I wouldn't I don't think there's really a problem with it it's like you gotta if that's their profession it's like sure let's work this and let's get let's both get something out of it yeah yeah yeah. I for sure don't think oh go ahead oh no no, you're gonna say I don't think there's any problem with it but it's all show I mean the whole thing is what their their whole thing is theater, right? Yeah. So that's just like more theater. Yeah, yeah. It's like borrowing a dress on a red carpet, right. borrowing a boyfriend, <laughs> borrowing a boyfriend, <laughs> rent the <laughs> runway, rent the boyfriend. <laughs> I would for real do that. <laughs> it's I called mean, an escort, isn't yeah. it? Oh my god! Like think about it. Like to your high school reunion or something. You're just like, yes, guess what? Yeah. Josh Demel, get over here. Yes. Let's go. <laughs> But, okay, so if there is a staged relationship, who do you think is doing the staging? Is it, like, two publicists talking to each other? I don't know. Jamie, would you stage a relationship for me? No. If I were (laughs) single, would you? I would introduce you to someone, but I wouldn't stage a relationship. Okay, she's like, yeah, she would introduce me. That was Jamie. My publicist. (laughs) Jamie's publicist. You can find her on my Snapchat. (laughs) I'm actually looking for a boyfriend for her. She's Jamie with an I, K, 33. (laughs) We'll be in Chicago next weekend or next Thursday. Um, Yeah, but um, I don't know. Sounds kind of fun. Yeah. (laughs) Well, also, like, to be honest. It sounds kind of old school in a way. You're like, Mm. introduce, find me my husband. Just introduce us and tell us that we're married. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's so old school. I think it sounds delicious. I think it sounds like a way better alternative than, like, online dating, which is, like, the only option that most people have. Yeah. You also have been reading a lot of stories lately about, like, different celebrities popping up, you know, like, um, Hillary Duff popping up on Tinder or different celebrities. Oh, I don't yeah. like. I don't really know that that would be. And Amy Schumer met her boyfriend. Oh on yeah, what, Bumble. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That to me seems like that would be very tricky. Yeah, but you know it's so funny. I know so many celebrities that do that. Really? Mm-hmm. It's hard enough. Girls and guys. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And they find that that's actually an effective way to meet people. Yes. But, you know, I don't know, because I, when I was single, that didn't exist. Right. Um, yeah, nine years ago. No. It's like, you were... I mean, if you wanted to get murdered, you could go online to find someone. Right. Like, the <laughs> early days of... Yeah. I still feel like To buy a so mattress and get raped on it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but wait, so if they're on there, is it because they want to, like, test somebody and see, like... Is it more attractive than if somebody's like, oh, I didn't even know you were a celebrity. I don't follow celeb culture. Like, yeah. I don't know. Because, oh. like, I feel like... I feel like they're click swiping right because they're like, I want to meet Amy Schumer. Right? Right. Yeah. But I just can't imagine what it would be like to have to field through 10,000... I mean, first of all, every message I've ever had on Tinder has been terrible to begin with. And uh-huh. having to field through 10,000 people being like, are you really Amy Schumer? Right. Like, prove it. Like, how do I... Like, you're not the real her. It just feels like it would be so yeah. redundant to the point that I can't actually imagine it would be effective. But what is she going to do in a bar? I mean, then they're right. like, could you do a set for us while you're here? Right, yeah. right, right. And then suck my dick. <laughs> can I say this stuff here? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I guess that's like, I guess the only thing I can say about that is that it just further proves my personal theory, which is that there are no 
single men anywhere because it's like if Amy Schumer can't even have friends set her up well if Beyonce is getting cheated on you guys right so you think it's real that she was cheated on 100% I don't think she's that good of an actress yeah (laughs) for sure I think she's definitely been cheated on Um, and probably will continue to be cheated on but she's also the type of woman that's like you're not going anywhere you are never getting a free life you will be with me for (laughs) till the end of time motherfucker (laughs) that's what I think it seems like it seems like infidelity is inevitable in most relationships but especially in high profile ones Hmm. well yeah because it's so easy to like I guess just get somebody to sleep with you right I mean people must throw themselves at Jason all the time (laughs) (laughs) that would be so funny if that were true I mean (laughs) I would die I honestly like would like allow him to have sex with someone if they were like throwing themselves (laughs) me. throw the girl a bone Jason (laughs) no I don't think that happens though really no who's hitting on him I mean no I'm keeping close tabs on (laughs) that little man, and I don't think anything's happening (laughs) for him in that way. But I don't know. Maybe they're just scared of me that I would, like, murder them. I don't know. Right, right, right. You you did come really clean about your... You've come very clean about your stalkery tendencies with exes. So maybe you have successfully... I've just, like, ruined his potential to have an affair. (laughs) No, I always say to him, I'm like, if you had an affair, this is what would happen. First, I would be like you know, obviously cut like the crotch out of all of, you know, your pants and throw them in the swimming pool and do some big like Stella Gutter groove bag, maybe light one of the cars on fire and make some sort of dramatic big statement. Yeah. Then I would target that girl and go after her and seduce her and make her love me more than Jason. No. I would have to win her over. I'd be like, there's no way you chose him when I'm here. Like, no, I'm too competitive. I'm like, no, no, no. We're doing this again. This isn't how it's going to go down. You wouldn't just start fresh and find a whole new person. No, I'd be like, you. You fell for Jason, (laughs) but now you're going to really realize that I'm the catch. You're going to fall for me. (laughs) My God, this is like a bizarro. I'm too competitive with him. Mm Yeah, it's like a bizarro alternative lemonade. Exactly. Yeah. Where you go after Becky with the good hair. I would totally go after Becky. (laughs) Becky would be obsessed with me. Becky would like make me like her home screen. I would be, yeah. I wouldn't be able to handle it because I would feel like she went for him in some weird way to like hurt me. And so I'd have to, that that would mean she doesn't like me and I would need her to love me. Yeah. You would, yeah, yeah, yeah. You would, sick. You would need to um, win her back. This is a perfect opportunity for me to talk about my boobs. Oh. Um, (laughs) Okay. I talk about my boobs actually on the podcast all the time because I kind of have big boobs. It's really hard for me to find bras. You guys know this because I always talk about it. But that's why I'm so excited to mention Third Love, who have been a great partner to us here on the Cosmopolitan.com Happy Hour podcast. Um, They swear that they will give you the most comfortable and best-fitting bra of your entire life. Um, Their t-shirt bra is super smoothing and visible under every outfit made out of memory foam. I guess so it remembers the shape of your boobs. IDK, but I have one. I'm wearing it right now. I really, really like it. My favorite thing about it on a super detail-y level, besides the fact that it fits really well, is that it doesn't have, like, one of those dopey bows in the middle, which is surprisingly hard to find a bra without a Or a bead. 
Yeah, or a bead. Exactly, like a teardrop bead. A weird bead. Yeah, what is that? I don't get it. So, <laughs> hate that. Um, but if you guys go to thirdlove.com slash Cosmo, you can find your own non-teardrop bead, non-bow bra. You can try it for 30 days, totally free of charge. If you want to keep it, they will charge your card. If you don't want to keep it, send it back, and they won't charge you. But they really want you to try it out. You can wear it, wash it, keep it for 30 days, fall in love with it. Um, they also have these really great online fit specialists that will help you get size remotely because I, I know the idea of buying a bra on the internet might seem a little bit weird but it's actually a great experience and I think you guys will really love it so go to thirdlove.com Cosmo to do your free trial offer Hmm, I want one. Yeah, I know. I'm like, does anyone does anyone else want to say anything about boobs? <laughs> I want one of those bras. That sounds awesome. Yeah, <laughs> good bras are hard to find. They're mm. so hard to find. It's irritating. Yeah, and like I hate like bras that make your boobs into like pyramid cones. Yeah, or like the when Weird you have shape. the like um, the like double boob. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No. Spilling out in the top. Yeah, yeah. I have yeah. like a boob under my armpit now. That's new. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That's I new have that as too. of today. <laughs> as of like a few weeks ago is when I noticed it. I'm sure it was growing for a while. <laughs> it was growing. After you breastfeed, you have those. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Do you guys want to breastfeed me? <laughs> no. But yeah, it is annoying. I, I definitely feel you on the boob front. Yeah. I've actually been wanting to do an episode, an entire episode of the podcast about boobs, but I feel like we're just like segueing into it now. Yeah. yeah. It really is. Like, <laughs> this should just become a boob episode. Yeah. A boob episode. <laughs> Jenny Mullen and boobs. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Speaking of breastfeeding, what has been the most surprising way that your relationship has changed since the little one came along? He's two uh, now. He's two. Two. My relationship with Jason. With Jason. Well, you're not. You guys aren't doing it anymore. You already said. I mean, yeah, we're not having that much sex, which is like, I mean, I guess whatever. You know, it's <laughs> so you sort of get to a point where you're like. It's you. You're always going to be there. Yeah. So I guess I could like watch The Bachelor instead of making an effort to like have any more cardio today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I hate to say that, but yeah. it's kind of true. Yeah. Um. But my I my relationship with Jason has changed. I definitely look at him differently. Yeah. I have a lot more respect for him because he's such a good dad. I mean, he's a mom. Like he is the best mom. I've ever been around, including my own, <laughs> which wasn't like a hard, he won by a landslide, wasn't that difficult. Um, but no, he's he's such an incredible parent, and he's so concerned with doing the right thing. Like the other night, where Sid's biting us, and he's trying to, you know, compel Sid to not bite. And so instead, in, this book said, you're not supposed to tell them don't bite, and you're not supposed to give them you know time whatever all this bullshit that all these books tell you and so jason starts to panic in the middle because as he's putting sit into his crib for like a break not a timeout guys just a break uh so it's like no daddy please and jason's face like goes white he po pulls it out of the crib and he just puts him on the ground and walks away to the corner of the room and he's like 
oh my god oh my god like it's just like it's so I'm traumatizing him I can't believe how desperate he was for me to not put him in the crib so now Jason's checked out of the whole scene Sid's like flailing on the ground and Jason's reading the book trying to get to the end of the book because he's like what happens what am I supposed to do I only read up to this point put him in I didn't expect it to backfire so he's just like very involved in parenting and concerned and he'll be like Jenny Sid does not have school today, and you received an email telling you that it was Labor Day. I'm like, well, I don't read emails that have kid in the title, okay? Sorry. Um, you know, so that's changed. That's um, so actually amazing to hear you say that, because when I judge my friends who are parents, yeah. um, I just cannot get over how useless all of the dads are. It's and, insane. Yeah, and these are, like, good men who yeah. are, like, you know, I can tell they love their kids so much, right. but they're just so useless. They're so checked out. My, even yeah. my sister's husband, who's like the best guy. Yeah. And he's such a good husband. I mean, he's like human Zoloft. He's so calming. <laughs> he's just incredible. But when he's around the kids, he's just not like, he's not going to be the guy that's like picking you up, changing your diaper, making you some sort of puree. I mean, that's just not his thing. Yeah. And maybe that's, maybe I'm more like him. But no, but Jason is such an involved dad. It's so funny seeing him go to these mommy and me's. Yeah. Because you know all the other moms go home and they're like, fuck you to their husbands after seeing Jason be like, hey guys, did you try these new wipes? I mean, the honest ones like really are drying. But these, it's like, oh my God. Oh my God, he's that dad. He's that dad. Could you tell that he was going to be that kind of dad? Oh, he had to beg me to have kids. So yeah, I knew. I knew. If If he weren't, I don't think I would have had kids. I didn't need to be a mom. I wasn't, like, overly amped on doing that. But Jason begged me for kids. So, so if he hadn't, and then, what if he begged me and then he was like, actually, I'm not really into it. I'd be like, are you for real? (laughs) No, but that's another, everything you're saying, it's just another indication that it's cosmic love, Mm -hmm. which, like... He would love to hear that. Yeah. No, but my friend and I have this theory where there's, like... You know, because a relationship is a lot of work and there's a lot of very practical factors of being in a relationship. And like for a lot of people that can be love, like this partnership, this bond, this specialness. But then there's like a very tiny percentage of people who have cosmic love where it's just completely like out of this world and transcendent. And like either kind of regular love is great and cosmic love is also great, but they're just nothing like each other. And I think you guys are in cosmic love. It's like you guys oh my and God, um, are we? Yeah, and Brad but, and Angelina are totally uh, cosmic love. That's I why I can't agree with that. That no. man is trapped. No, that man is trapped. No, they're in cosmic love. With that. You is completely undermined your entire cosmic love theory. I was like drooling, and then you changed yes. everything by saying that. Yes. <laughs> what? No. You really think that? Yeah. No. I really think that the way that they talk about each other and look at each well, other, the way they talk about each other you think it's it, fake for sure yeah okay so that's I think what, even the kids are like paid about. actors <laughs> <laughs> cast in this really I mean, they're like from central casting her own publicist so okay. she, yeah. that's the mastermind level you're working with yeah, right she now is she's a, she definitely seems control yeah. to the max okay but here is where I tend to I believe that people date for PR reasons because first of all to your point earlier, Jenny, like, why wouldn't you? Like, if you could rent a dress, if you could rent a boyfriend, why wouldn't you? So there's just, like, that practical reason. But also, I tend to, like, believe that all of these relationships, like, even Kristen and Rob, which I mentioned in the intro, which I feel like like, for years people were saying was, like, a PR stunt, or, like, you know, there's certain couples that you always hear about it being a PR stunt. 
at what point does that just become way more trouble than it's worth? Like, there's no way that Brad and Angelina, how long have they been together now? A no, decade? No, I do think they're together, but I think he's trapped. It's like Scientology. He can't get out. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he. Sure. I think he literally has a weekly tutor just to uh, satisfy whatever like level of intelligence she needs in a man. Like, I think he has a tutor who comes to tutor him for his <laughs> weekly conversations with Angelina, during which he has to seem smart. Like, oh, that's so. Funny. That's mean. I know. I'm sorry. It's so mean, but it's true. Oh, I mean, it's not. I true. just think it's, he's like beaten down. He's like, I made the wrong choice. I got like into this for the sex, and then all of a sudden, next thing you know, I have six kids. Right. And like, this woman's on a rampage. Yeah. Yeah. And I think she has like borderline personality disorder and he's just stuck. Oh my <laughs> Sorry. God. You guys are wrong. I, but I have nothing she to say. She seems miserable. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Gorgeous. They seem, so fun to look at. They Did seem, you see that movie they made together? Oh, the, the, by the sea? You know. Right? By the Did sea. Did anyone? I yes. didn't actually see it. You yeah. saw it? You guys, I walked out. <gasps> really? It was like fun as like a moving W ad you know like yeah. you know w magazine those photos those photo shoots they do are just like so fun to look at yeah so she, it was so fun to look at for like 15 minutes and then you're just like oh this is the worst thing yeah i've ever seen you just needed like a hyperlapse like the whole oh movie God. sped into 30 seconds yeah yeah no, it was so ridiculous i don't know Which i can't is, it's interesting because you said at what point is it not even a pr stunt anymore like how is it benefiting them at this point and i think that actually answers the question. It's in terms of publicity, it's not so much. I mean, that was their first time on screen together since Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Right. Didn't but they also tickets. told um, Universal that they couldn't use their names on the poster. She did. Well, I don't know if anyone's supposed to know that, but I heard <laughs> it. And it's true. I mean, when you look at it, she's like, you can't try to sell this as a Brad and Angelina movie. This is right. an art house film. I'm a director. Uh, right. Whatever. I mean, that's what happens. Right. Enjoy. Right. <laughs> right. Interesting. So who yeah. do you guys think is in Cosmic Love? Oh. oh mm. Now that I've just told you a theory that, like you said, no, no one believes in that anymore. I don't know. Like Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson, Right. They've, yeah, maybe. I and mean, they're a little yeah. bit like older now. Yeah, but. no, I think that can count. <laughs> um, Goldie Hawn and Russell, uh, what's his name? Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Yeah. Although I heard that she lets him get hand jobs. Yeah, like on the side. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> to be I fair, lived though. in LA for like 19 years. I know all the gossip guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why you're here. Yeah, Wait. tell us. But to be fair, I don't think if that's like no judgment, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I yeah. think you could be in yeah, Cosmic Love and, like, let... I completely agree, yeah. but you have to know yourself. Like, yeah. me, I'd, like, I'd be so depressed and sad if, like... Same. But... Same. I feel depressed and sad about people that do that that I've been right. on, like, two dates with. But <laughs> <laughs> no, but if it's an agreement and everyone's truly comfortable with it, then yeah. that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who else is there? I'm, like somebody who just had a baby and I just feel like ma like I, right oh I feel like Jenna doing Tatum <gasps> yes I feel like that's real yeah yes. great one yeah. yeah I just recently I feel like they're really in love but also when you can dance like that I just think like you're just like you know in sync on a different level oh my god totally than normal yeah. human totally I just rewatched um step up mm. to like witness them falling in love and yeah. it was like their sex life must be so good so good <laughs> right because yeah when you can dance like yeah that. exactly they just seem like yeah yeah okay so there are some people out there in cosmic love including you and jason we i love that in we're it. in cosmic love yeah i can't wait to tell him this yeah. when i get home baby. is that like zaza zoo 
Um, or is it a little different? Zaza Zoo is like the Carrie Bradshaw butterflies thing. Oh, no, I don't I have butterflies that. when I see yeah. him. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> Definitely not. Okay, so it's different. I'm like, cosmic did you love. get my dry cleaning? Okay, cosmically in love with you. Right. <laughs> I just think, I don't know. It's like even hearing you talk about him now in the podcast, like, I think it is like you communicate on like a totally different level and you... Patty, to be fair, I think you and Lane could also be in Cosmic Love. I think so, too. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's more like because we're frank people. Like, right. you can sense when somebody isn't honest about their relationships, and so you start to fill in the blanks. What are they lying about? And it's probably much oh, worse than what they're actually lying about. Right. Does that make sense? Right. Mm-hmm. So it could be that more people are in Cosmic Love, but they're just hiding something, and because you sense that, you think the worst. Yeah. Maybe. She's not buying it. Yeah, okay. I need to. I'm like realizing I need to like work on my theory more and like come up with some bullet points. Because and like you just compared to us to Brad and Angelina. I know. I don't and think and we're now I feel like it was offensive. So okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna work on it. I'm gonna work on it. I take it back. But um, yeah. So I'm like, what are we even talking about? This has gotten so far off track. <laughs> Secrets of celebrity love. Um, I guess before we wrap up here, um. Can you sort of say something that would really surprise people about your guys' relationship together? Because as much as I am enchanted by your love story, it feels like there are no surprises because you guys live a very public existence. Hmm. Something that would surprise you? Hmm. You said that couples therapy is the secret, but that feels like a boring surprise. <laughs> the boring, yeah, it is a boring, it's an expensive surprise. Yeah. <laughs> it's so annoying. Um... What is a good surprise about us? I don't know. Like, give me an example, and I'll try to, like, come up with something juicy. I have a question. Yeah. Well, actually, it might lead to... I don't know. uh, I don't know enough about your situation to know if this is a question that's going to take me into an awkward place, so... But anyway, how is Jason with your mother? Because you speak like you don't really get along with her... With his mom? No, I want to know... With with me? With with my mom? Yeah. Oh, I love my mom. She's, like, a really good friend... But she's not like a mom, you know, I mean, she's not like mom material. She's definitely why I was probably afraid of children. (laughs) But she's so much fun. I mean, we are going to go away together this summer. But, you know, from my first book, it opened on a story of her telling me at 15 that I needed to get a fake ID if I wanted to keep hanging out with her. So she's that mom. Okay. Were you See, guys like you... in Can- Cancun or something mm-hmm. in Mexico? And she okay. like dug a hole under Papa's and beer to get me in. Yes. Because oh my I, God, I, didn't I get love this idea. story. Yeah, she's okay. so much fun. She's everybody's favorite character in both my books. They're always just like, God, I love your mom. Is that bad? Um, but no, yeah, I, so I get along, get along with, with her. her. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, especially now that like I'm in control of my own destiny and she's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not under her roof. <laughs> Okay, but then back to a surprising. Yeah. <laughs> I did not tap into the surprising yeah, secret. Yeah, yeah, No, but that was a good question. <laughs> I did love your mom in the books. <laughs> and I remember, even though I read it when it came out two years ago, I remembered the Cancun story. I forgot about the whole, but that's like the whole best part. Yeah, yeah. she's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> she's totally nuts. But yeah, she's... This book, it's like a little... I get a little deeper into sort of the psychology of it all, but... Um, but we have a good relationship, I would say. 
I was able to let her read this book, which was a big step. <laughs> a step forward. Yeah. So maybe in terms of a surprising thing about you, I guess one thing is I feel like we know a lot about you guys. I don't know if this makes sense to phrase it this way. We know a lot about you guys as a public couple, and mm-hmm. like we know a lot about your loudness. Are there like surprises in your quiet moments? Or is it never quiet? No, he's you have Italian. A so he's yeah. Italian, and I have a two-year-old. It's like never quiet. Um... Hmm. I think he takes more time getting ready than I do, but I don't feel like that's surprising. I feel like most men secretly take longer. Mm-hmm. And look in reflections that aren't mirrors. Right. Yeah, he's like, does my hair look good? I'm like, your hair doesn't move. It's never been different than it is in this moment. But, you know, I don't know. Okay. Th- that's fair. That counts. Yeah. That's a good one. He takes forever getting ready. I like that. He'd be like, I'm always the first out the door if he was here right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I love your voice that you do when you impersonate him. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Which sounds nothing like, oh I mean, like, I've heard the guy's voice right. before. But um, thank you so much, Jenny, for thank coming you. on. Um, everyone follow Jenny at Jenny and Teets. And what are you on Instagram? Jenny and Teets? Well, I'm at Jenny and Teets 2 on, on Instagram Insta. because okay. Jenny and Teets 1 was shut down right. because of nudity. Right. <laughs> oh, right. As that, you know, it happens. As it happens. <laughs> um, and everyone check out Live Fast, Die Hot out now. It's very, very... If you thought Jenny was hilarious in this 30-minute podcast, just wait until you read everything that she ever writes, which is <laughs> even more hilarious. Patty, thank you for joining us as always. Thank you for having me. Um, and letting me say awkward things about your relationship. Patty, where should people follow you on Twitter? Patty, oh, Patty J. Really, yeah, Patty yeah, Greco. I'm not, I don't really, I don't like, even know my Twitter handle, so yeah. I should tell you that you should not follow me. Yeah, but thanks so, for listening. Right, thanks for listening. And what's the bra we need to get? Oh, Third Love. Thirdlove.com slash Cosmo. Great, I'm on it. <laughs> um, and thank you guys all for tuning in to another episode of Cosmo's Happy Hour podcast. Um, as always, I'm at Elisa Benson. You can tweet at me if you have ideas for future episodes um, or anything else you want to talk about. Please subscribe and share and listen and all those fun things. See you guys next week. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.